This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570 in LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Let's go to hours for us today. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. I'm still green. All right, I'll just start with that. In the panic meter world, I'm still green. I'm good. I didn't think they were going to sweep. And I actually thought they'd beat Darvish last night. Even after Machado homered off Kershaw on the first thing, Dodgers got it back. I thought, okay, they got his number. Dodgers are good to go. Hey, here's what I think happened last night, Rodney. I think the Padres played about as well as the Padres can play, and the Dodgers didn't. And I think that was the difference in the game. Obviously, Trey booting that ball was really a, a tough moment, but I thought the Padres played as well as the Padres can play. The Dodgers hit Darvish. They hit him. He's not unhittable. They got to him, but they didn't hit him enough, and they didn't score against the, the bullpen enough, and they end up losing. You and I disagree on Kershaw. You thought he was okay last night, right? Yeah, I thought he was okay. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're not expecting Kershaw to be, you know, Kershaw five six years ago, or three four years ago, um, and and he's gonna <clears throat> listen. I think over the years, I don't know the numbers in front of me, but Manny's done pretty good against Kershaw. Yes. Um, and and so I kind of expected Manny to get one off of him. Um, especially, I expect Manny to get one every game, to be honest with you, how hot he is and how hot he's been at the end of the year. Manny has been one of the hottest hitters in the league over the last month, so he's going to get his. What you don't want is Juan Soto to get going, too. Uh, he got a hit yesterday, but uh, you don't want him to get going like he can get going. Then you're in real trouble with those guys coming up in the lineup back-to-back. Um, but, yeah, I thought he did okay. I, think he, I thought he held his own. Um he gave up some hits, but I also think, you know, he got out of some situations where, you know, looked really, really dicey, and he was able to get out of them. So I don't think he pitched horribly. He wasn't dominant, but I don't think, you know, we're gonna we're not going to expect a dominant Kershaw like he used to. Yeah, I, I need to expect that, quite frankly, in the playoffs. I need him to be more dominant than he was. Who's dominant, though, in the playoffs right now? What? Anybody. Any any pitcher. You, you know Scherzer what? wasn't dominant. I mean, you talk about anybody in the no, playoffs. No, when now. he got his butt handed to him. No. Yeah, wasn't Verlander dominant. wasn't dominant. He got handed to him, too. Yeah, but here's Who's the, dominant. I understand. I get it. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you 100%. You see few dominant performances. We needed one from him. And last night he was grinding. It wasn't easy. It was laborious. It was laborious. That's the term. But that's how his outings have been, Fred. I don't know. Yeah. I, it just I don't know what you want from him anymore. What well, I, I wanted more. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. What I wanted more is more offense. You know, and and it's clear to me. There's one glaring elephant in the room as to why they're not going. Talk about it, Moki. Moki at the top of that lineup. The Dodgers go, and even Vasey has said this on our show before, Dodgers go as Mookie Betts goes. Mookie is gone. If Mookie's getting on base, if Mookie is getting hits, the Dodgers feed off of that, and he has not. In these first two games, he has not. I think he's got one hit, I think, in these first two games, I believe. Um, and he sets the tone in that leadoff position. He sets the tone of the game. He sets the tone of the inning. He sets the tone for that team. And without him going, it's going to be, it's a it's turned out to be a grind for the Dodgers. He scores. There's a reason why he scores more runs than anybody else, because he gets on base. That equates to runs, and he hasn't been getting on base. And that's I think that in itself is a big factor 
and why the Dodgers, even in the win, you know, they got stuck on five and couldn't get past that, didn't get a hit after the third inning, I believe it was. Similar thing last night. They didn't get a hit until, you know, the bats went cold after the third inning. Um, but Mookie's got to get going. He's got to get going for this team to feed off of him and to overall get going. Yeah, he's not hit. You're absolutely right. Uh, when I just look at everything, and I think I, I, you kind of put your hands up in the air and go, yeah, Mookie's not hitting. Cody Bellinger, with all due respect, and he made a great defensive play last night. Give him that. He went and got oh, that ball in center that field. Was two, that was two runs. Yeah, he made a great defensive play last night. Man, as Lasorda would say, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. He stuck out his bat last night, and the ball ran into it. One of your favorite lines. The mm-hmm. ball ran into the bat, and somehow he got on. Uh, I mean, that has been an automatic out in the lineup, and he hasn't looked good. He's not looked good at the yeah. plate. It's one thing to make an out. It's another to look befuddled or bewildered or just overmatched. That is a glaring, also a glaring spot that I see. Yeah. It's kind of gone back to those those worst moments we've seen of Cody, right? Where he's just unsure at the plate. It's just where's the where's the plan? And some of the swings is like I'm just swinging hoping I'm hitting it. And he did get hit on one of them. Right. But it, it's it's such a defenseless swing or defensive swing that I don't know what's going on in his head. It's just a total, feels like a total lack of confidence when he steps in the box. He's got to get out of the lineup, and he is. It's not often Dave Roberts yeah. announces after a game, and the next game is a day later, that somebody's not going to be in the lineup. Yeah, It's not often he says that. they got to get him out of the lineup. And they're going to be facing Snell, so that that would not bode well for him. So he's out tomorrow night. He's not going to start. I mean, when do you when when do you ever think you'd see this? Now, pinch hitting for Cody Bellinger, Austin Barnes. I think that was another reason. <laughs> the body language on Cody when he got pulled out of that situation was not great either. Um, I think he showed it his frustration for not being in that moment. But can you blame him? His frustration. Maybe you should look at 50,000 people's frustration for him being in that moment. Look at their body yeah. language. Yeah, it was bad. No, you you didn't think you're going to hear that that uh, pinch hitting for Cody is uh, Austin Barnes. Austin although, Barnes. Although Austin Barnes took it to the track, though. Yeah, he drove the ball. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, some thought it'd be Chris Taylor. Right. But Austin Barnes, they said analytically, Austin Barnes was the right, right. call, and he and drove the Chris ball. Chris Taylor goes up and strikes out. Everybody like, why? Because he struggled the whole half of the season. Why you put him in there? Yeah. He's got a bad neck. Why'd you put him in? You know, it would have been that deal. Yeah. Uh, Justin Turner. Struggles. Uh, yeah. 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 He looked overmatched against Suarez. He he did. Uh, just not a great night. J- just not a great night. Now, highlights? Well, there were some highlights. I wouldn't say overmatched. I just think he just he he was he's been off the last couple of days. And that at bat, Rodney. Yeah. And that at bat, he looked wow. That doesn't mean he's overmatched. Period. That's what you said, Fred. But in I that will at not bat, sit here and let you talk about the red turn man like I'm that. I'm not saying it. I'm saying in that at no. bat, he got he got the better of him in that bat. Oh, that's I fair. Say overmatched. Okay, he got the but better you dare of him. Say that. Well, Rodney, Don't when his swing looked like that. I was swinging, I mean he. That Nobody's swing looks like your swing, Fred. Not back in the day, boy. I'll tell you what, I could drive that ball. <laughs> tell you what. To the ground. <laughs> hey, you don't take that home run I hit at Ho-Ho-Cum Park away from me. You don't take that away from me, Rodney. ho Come, I played at that park. I remember that park. Yeah, you ever hit it to yeah. dead center? I, I hit it over dead center. So did I, but I tripped over go. second base running. Ah, I bet you did. I did. I did. Uh, uh. Gratterall made an incredible play. You Now, in a night where the Dodgers lost, that was a highlight moment that should Big live forever. Big-time play. Why was that something? That was a great yeah. play on the bunt. I don't know many pitchers make that play. I don't know bare many people hand, to make that play. Bare hand going down and a strike to the plate to get the guy coming home. That was an awesome play. And a big-time, in-the-moment game play. Yeah, it was. It was. And then, you know, the defense, uh, Trey Turner made a mistake. There's no other way to look at it. And nobody feels worse about it than Trey Turner. He's been hitting the ball, which he does not necessarily do in the postseason. 
But he has had, let's be honest and fair, a few de- defensive yips during the season. Yeah. And last night, Taylor made double play ball, and he just lifted his head too soon. That was it. He took his eye off the ball a fraction of a second too soon. The ball skipped off his glove, and that proved to be the go-ahead and winning run. Because yeah. then a single to right, they score. And, and then like, oh, they, no. late in the game, there was a play at second base. Well, yeah. there's a ground ball that he went to second base. Yeah. Maybe a little too casual with it. And, yep. And and the runner, who forget who it was, it was a Grisham. Somebody beat it, beat the ball to second base. Right. And you know, one would argue just go to first base on that routine ground ball. But you know, if you're going to go to second base, you got to you got you better yep. have a sense of urgency. You got to make the play. Yeah. Got to make the play. Uh, uh, double play ball. Gavin Lux at the plate hits into a double play. Uh, it yeah. just wasn't the Dodgers' night. Many times, second and third, second base. You know, first and third, bases loaded. There are many, many opportunities the Dodgers had last night. And when you look at it from that perspective, it's like they're not far off. It's just, I'll say it. Like I said it before the series starts, I don't like these five-game series. Don't like them because a team could get a hot for a couple, and all of a sudden you're looking at the rest of the playoffs at home. Yeah. Well, the frustrating part about last night, yeah, a team can get hot for a couple. But that loss, and again, I thought the Padres played as well as they could play. I thought they played well. And the Dodgers should have beaten them. But if there was such a thing in baseball, that loss was self-inflicted. They weren't crisp. It was an off night. And they just didn't have enough. You know, if you're playing Cincinnati in August, last night might have been enough. Could have been. (laughs) But they're not playing Cincinnati in August. See, I wouldn't say that. I will say that San Diego played like San Diego can play. That's what I would say. I wouldn't say they played out of their minds, out of their heads. They have they have a talented team. And I've said that all along. They are as talented as anybody left in the playoffs. And when that lineup is is on, they got they got enough players in that lineup offensively that can do some serious damage. Will Myers ain't no slouch. No, 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 no. Will Myers can can hit the ball, hitting fifth and the sixth in that lineup. Um, and so you go down that order, and there's some pretty good hitters on that team. Cronenworth is a pretty good hitter on that team. So I don't think it's a fluke or they played out of their mind. I think they played like San Diego's capable of playing. Dodgers got just got to play better. Dodgers did. All right, San Diego capable of playing the way they can play. Dodgers didn't play their game. Dodgers didn't play their best game. And that was it. And now we're tied. Everybody on the bus to San Diego. Everybody on the bus. Everybody on the bus. I wonder. And and the Dodgers, they say in in, in this post, look, think about the games in the postseason. That, uh, across both leagues. Yeah. It's not, not these one to nothing games, not two to one games. Offenses play a big role in the playoffs now. I know everybody says pitching, good pitching beats good hitting, but it's an offensive game right now where you your offense has got to produce, got to produce runs. And two runs is not going to get it done. Even the most time, three runs is not going to get it done. You better produce. And for the whole season, we've said the Dodgers got the best lineup in baseball. they got to prove it now. All right. 866-987-2570. That's the phone number. Where's your panic meter? And here Where are your divisions. It? Green is good. Orange, you're concerned. Red, you're panicked. Where are you? I'm green. Okay. You sure? I'm green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still green. I'm fine. I'm still green. Uh, don't forget tomorrow. We're inviting everybody out to Hollywood Park. We're down there from noon to two. Now, this is an advantage for you if you come. We're giving away Dodger playoff tickets. We're giving away Charger tickets, and since we're only there two hours, that means more tickets at a shorter period of time. Uh-huh. So we're giving tickets away every hour, and we want you to win them, but you got to be down there. It's noon to two, Hollywood Park in Inglewood. Come on down. Yes, they have food. Yes, you can drink. And if you want to stay long enough, you can settle in and watch a Dodger game. Just sit in that chair and don't move, <laughs> and you'll be set for the game tomorrow night. <laughs> Come on down. We really want to see you. Uh, we have a special guest joining us at the top of the noon hour. We do. Yeah, we do. Okay. Have a special guest joining us. 
I don't even know this, people. Folks, okay. listeners, I don't even know who the special guest is. They're going to join us right at noon. Right at noon. Going to welcome everybody. Ooh, got a time clock on this gentleman yep. or lady. This individual is very yeah. busy and is okay. making time to come and see us. Oh. So that's tomorrow, Hollywood Park, noon to two, be there. And coverage of Game 3 of the National League Division Series begins tomorrow at 4.30. First pitch at 5.30. Listen to every play in HD on the free iHeartRadio app. The keyword is AM570 LA Sports. It's brought to you by Premier Jeep of Buena Park. PremierJeepBuenaPark.com. Right off the 5 in Artesia in Buena Park. All right. Panic meter calls are next. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bro, yo, it's Cruz, J. Cruz, Cruz Show, Real 92.3. Shout out to my guys, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete. Those are my guys, my guys. Hey! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ronnie. Throwback Thursday. Hand me down my walking cane. Hand me down my walking cane. Hand me down my hat. Yeah! Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. It's all going to be good, people. It's all going to be good. Just one loss. One loss. What did you think? They was going to sweep them? No, I didn't think they'd sweep. Just one loss, Fred. Just one loss. But to be fair, I thought they'd win last night. Oh. No matter how it shakes up, Fred. I didn't think they were going to sweep them. I thought San Diego would get one. They just got one. That's all. That's the way you got to look at it because we're going down to Dodger Stadium South. Yeah, that's true. Come on. That, and that'll be interesting to see. They're going to be wild and ruckus down there. Yeah, what it's going to be like down there. I saw them walking out of the stadium. You could get ready for Friday night. That's basically what they were saying. Get ready for uh, Friday night in San Diego. Those Padre fans that were leaving the stadium, cocky, cocky. Were they? Well, they, oh, my. You know the ones I ran into were very cocky. And, and I tell you what, I used to think those Giant fans up north were very cocky. But these Padre fans leaving the stadium last night, of course, they didn't say anything going into the game. After the game, whoo, cocky, 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 Fred. They take on the personality of the team. A little bit. Because that team is cocky. A little bit. Punky. They were a little chip. They got a little chip. A little chip. All right, where's your panic meter? Here we go, 866-987-2570. Lee and Corona, what are you, green, orange, or red? Hey, guys. Hey, guys, great show. Um, I would say it's probably orange. I called you guys a few months ago, and a couple concerns I had, even though the Dodgers won 111 this year and their run total was way better, their differential they do not hit well in the clutch, especially with two outs and runners in scoring position. And that was the key last night. And as far as, you know, Rodney, I'm agreeing with you on about everything. And, um, you know, but the only thing I am disagreeing is Kershaw was Kershaw of the playoffs. His ERA last night was 5-4. Yeah. Um, and the error that Turner made wasn't behind Kershaw. So you can't even blame the defense when with Kershaw. It's just he's the greatest regular season pitcher probably ever. And as great as he is in the regular season, he falls apart in the playoffs more than usual, and it's not because of lack of run support or defense. Just look at his whip numbers, look at his ERA. And the last thing I'll say, Rodney, is this Saturday, big, biggest USC game. I know it's not yeah. the Dodgers, but biggest USC game since the, the Rose Bowl. Fight on. Right. Fight on, baby. Thanks, Fight on. I hear what he's saying. You know, and I think we get we fall in the trap about Kershaw. We want him to be that Kershaw that's dominant, that's the uh, – that's giving up zero or one run and getting deep into the seventh, eighth inning. He's not that guy anymore. You know, I want him to hold it close. I don't want to, you know, we've seen him where he's let the game has gotten away, you know, in recent years where the game has gotten away, he's given up a three-run bomb or he's, you know, next thing you know, you look up and it's five, we're down five runs. Um, that wasn't the case last night. Um, he had his moments that were bad, but he got out of some situations, kept it, kept it in striking distance. Yeah. That's all I want because we got the Darvish too. And then when you when you when the Dodgers get to the bullpen, you think that's our time to shine. And they didn't do it last night. Adam in Anaheim, where's your panic meter? Thanks, guys. I I had to look on Google between green and yellow, so it said light brown. 
That's not a, a really appealing color, though. I got to be honest with you. Light I brown. agree. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, you're, you're a little I bit concerned. I don't agree with the last. Sorry, sorry. No, I was going to say you're a little bit concerned. Well, the concern comes from just the le- just how this year's gone. As well as it's gone, there's been some holes that it, I agree with. In a five game series, the margin of error is so small. Their their injuries in in the starting pitching and some of the relief the, the relief guys on the first game unbelievable. Tried in Gratterall, oh, Gratterall had a great play, but they just haven't pitched a lot. So I'm, you just worry about these situations where these arms and now we got uh, the Catman coming in and he hasn't pitched a lot lately. So that's where my main concern is. Appreciate it, thanks, Adam. I'll say this, uh, with the cat man going tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm giving him a short litter box. Short yeah. leash. Yeah. Short leash tomorrow. If he's got it, he's going. If he doesn't, make What's a What's a short leash, though? So if he's got it, he's got it, and he's going, are you still going to keep it a short leash, worried about the next inning, or are you just going to go I'm, with your eyes? I'm going with my eyes. I'm going with my eyes. My eyes are going to tell me if he's got it or not. So if we're sitting in the fourth and they're getting ready to turn over that lineup again, or the fifth, and he's turning, they're going to turn over that line. You going to let him go? No. You're not letting him go three times through. No, I'm not letting him go three times through. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Maybe, Even if he's dealing, I'm not letting him go three times through. Okay. Yeah. But that's not the eye test then. The eye test until he goes through the lineup twice. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm going to look at it differently. Uh, okay, let's go. Uh, let's see. Dave, down the street in Toluca Lake. How you feeling, Dave? Dave? Dave, what are you doing? Dave! Bye, Dave. Uh, uh, all right, we lost, Dave. Let's go uh, Jeffrey in Rialto. Jeffrey, how's your panic meter? I'm orange, Fred. Okay, so you're moderately concerned uh, now. I'm moderately concerned. Uh, I agree with Rodney that Mookie Betts needs to start hitting. I mean, he's the leadoff hitter. The The team goes as Mookie goes. Now, I've been watching, listening and watching the Dodgers forever. I think that um, Trey Turner, maybe he should lead off right now since he's swinging a hot bat and have Mookie bat second. What do you guys think about that? Uh, okay, Jeff, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening out yeah. in Rialto. Here's what I think. That's not going to happen. I don't think Dave Roberts makes that change. I think he keeps no. Mookie right at the top of the line. But that's not what he asked you. He asked me, should he? Yeah. No. What do you think about that? What do I think? Yeah, it makes sense, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, that's not the question. <laughs> Why are you trying to dodge it? No, I'm not trying to dodge <laughs> the question, it. The question is not what Dave Roberts is going to do, and that's not going to happen. The question is, should Trey Turner lead off? What would you do in that situation? Would you move Trey Turner to the leadoff spot, given that he's hitting a hot bat? Uh, not yet. I'd give Mookie another game. Because Mookie's got to hit that. If Mookie's not hitting in the leadoff spot, why is Mookie going to hit batting second? What's there's the difference? There's a different mentality hitting leadoff than it is hitting second or third in the lineup. I hear you, but what's really good? Different mentality. He's either hitting or he's not, Rodney. No, I think he'll no, lead, he'll lead the di- top. No, 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 no. We hear it, Fred. You hear it all the time. It's different guys, if, if you're hitting third in the lineup or you're hitting cleanup in the lineup, it's a different mentality. And then they, they move guys up and down all the time. And when they move guys, all of a sudden, they're seeing different pitches. They're hitting behind different guys. It makes a difference. Where you hit in a lineup definitely makes a difference. And 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 certainly when it comes to leadoff as opposed to hitting second. Leadoff position is a, is the is the fire starter, it's the trigger man. You it's a different mentality when you lead off as opposed to letting someone else do it, seeing some pitches and then coming in second. All right, what would you do? Would you switch them? I wouldn't. I wouldn't because that's what's been effective all season long. And because you lose one game, or because Mookie hasn't hit in, in two games, I, I don't I don't change up my lineup in terms of the top three. Those are your horses. And you're going to win, lose, or draw with those three guys and the way they've gotten you to 111 wins. 
Um, so I'm not starting going to start changing those three guys. Now, down in the bottom of the lineup, we see Bellinger's not going to be on a Friday. Other guys can mix and match. But the top three, they stay the way they are because that's what got us 111 wins. Diana in Granada Hills, where's your panic meter? Are you concerned? I'm a little concerned. I'd say I'm between green and orange at this point. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so what I want to say, um, I agree with the callers, and I really agree with you, Fred, I have to say. Oh, about Lord. Kershaw. Oh, uh, Lord. But, Rodney, listen to this. I mean, the last month of, of the regular season, Kershaw was dealing. He was pitching so well this year. And so it's almost uncanny how he changes <laughs> postseason. He becomes this typical Kershaw having trouble. Type of guy. I, I don't really understand that. So I'm a little panicked. Are you saying about that he that. got lit up last night? Did he got lit up last night? Well, he did not look comfortable. He right. looked like, you know, okay. he, he didn't have his stuff. He, he didn't look comfortable. Diana, I think that's a really good way to put it. Was you he know, going, he didn't. What did what'd you say about you, Darvish? How did he look? I mean, he doesn't show much emotion. What? Yeah, he doesn't show much emotion. And I think he was hittable. stoic. And I think, you know, but I, yeah, I think of him as hittable. But the other point I want to bring up, too, when you're talking about Mookie being the leader and everything, and first of all, I would not change him to second because who's to say that Trey Turner's going to hit in the leadoff spot? I leave Mookie where he is. But more importantly, or what I was thinking about last night, okay, in the fifth inning, when he walked, Mookie did, and then stole second. He immediately ran off the field like he was out. And then they reviewed it. It was so close. To me, as a leader, Mookie should be selling it and staying out there on second base and, and prove me that I, that I was out. Well, Diana, here, here's what I'll say about that. Here's what I'll say. And we appreciate the call, and we, we love your knowledge, and thank you for listening. Uh, here's what I'll say about that when he was thrown out. If you run off the field, you got a pretty good idea you're out. Yeah. You, in your mind, you know. You know. Right now, maybe something happened you didn't see, or they're going to fool them. But if you get up and just go, you're pretty confident you're out. And I saw that replay, and they showed it maybe 15 times, Rodney. Yeah. And it's, you know, you're going, it was "Oh closer no, than you thought it was. He's safe. He's safe. No, no, he's out. Oh no, he's safe." Had they called him safe on the field, he might have been safe. It was stayed safe. Yeah. But it was so close. When he was called out, he probably knew. Yeah. I'm out. Because you can feel it as a player. You feel it. Yeah. You know when you're out. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's go. Joseph in L.A., where's your panic meter? Joseph, you there? Oh, yes. Hi. Sorry. I didn't hear you call my name. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm orange. Um, I, I felt that. I mean, obviously, I didn't think Dodgers were going to sweep. Uh, I thought we were going to win every home game, though. Um. But I agree with Rodney with Kershaw. I felt there was some point in the game where I believe it was uh, one out with, with running the scoring position. Kershaw got that crucial strikeout. Yeah. Um, and he got out of the inning. But overall, I just think Dodgers need to, you know, hit with runners in scoring position. And that error was just that was – that was a mistake of the game. The, the error that Turner did, that was, that was not good. And that caused the game. It would have been a home run instead – was that what, what was it? Cronenworth hit and yeah. like the eighth or seventh. Yeah. That would have been like all right, home run game. But instead, that's an insurance run and change change the game. But I just feel like, like I said, Dodgers need to hit in the clutch, hit runners in scoring position, and you know do better next time defensively. Yeah, well, I agree with you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. That's what I'm saying. Is it that game last night? Was it more on Kershaw or is it more on the Dodgers not hitting? He didn't. However you want to slice it. If you it wanted to point it out, it was it Dodger hitting or was it Kershaw? It was both, but Kershaw looked uncomfortable. I thought Diana said it right. Uh, he did. But he, he held he, his own, Fred. Yeah. He held his own. I hear he you, was but tied 3-3. But if he's pitching better, he gives up the shot to Machado, no problem. All right, we're going to give him that. But he was just grinding and working. And that's he, what the playoffs are about. It no. is about grinding. It is about, like, like the last caller just said, getting out of jams, which he got out of a couple times. I mean, it wasn't like they scored eight runs on him. No, I thought he was working too hard. I and did. it was grind. It was a grind. You Darvish was working too. Yeah. Dodgers would put stress on him a lot of times. But I'm not worried about you, Darvish. The Dodgers yes, should but it's, put what stress I'm saying on you, Darvish. Playoff baseball, the, pressures, the pressure on the pitchers, it is going to be a grind. Don't think it's not going to be a grind on Goss. It's going to be a grind on Snell. 
Dodgers gonna make him work. I hope to so. grind on everybody. By the way, did you see the goose on the field? I did. That goose was hurting. What? Something's wrong with that goose. That duck or goose, whatever it was. Yeah, how did the goose get there? It flew. How do you think it got there, Fred? Well, I don't want <laughs> that. <laughs> just somebody tossed yes. it from the pavilion? Right. <laughs> somebody held it under their, under their shirt when they walked in the stadium and then let it go? Fred, I was at the game last night, and I thought I saw a flock of geese flying over the stadium at some point. <laughs> did you seriously? Yeah. Is that the official yeah. flyover instead of the... <laughs> right, they didn't yeah. Yeah. That yeah, poor geese, but that poor, that poor goose, it was, it was hurting a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it didn't really fly away, fly away. It just flew a little bit just to get out of the way. And then at the end, it's like, I'm tired. I can't get up anymore. Well, there was that one goose, I think it was last season, uh, that uh, landed on the field. I think it, I can't remember where it was exactly. It tried to fly away, and it, it almost made it out of the ballpark. It hit one of the signs and fell down, and Ooh. I think a spectator yeah. caught the goose. Yeah. Took do, it out. do we know what happened to the goose last night? I mean, I saw the video of the field crew. Like, they, you know, they... You know, corralled them and put them in a garbage can and ushered yeah. them off the field. They I mean, that's that what goose. happened. I mean, I don't they, know. They could have said they cooked. Yeah, the they cooked that goose oh. for the post game meal. That's <laughs> 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 <best> barbecue goose. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Rodney. You use that line here, and we laugh. In the break at Channel Four last night, they asked me, "Hey, what happened to the goose?" I said the exact same thing. <laughs> you know what? Those people didn't find it quite as they amusing. Didn't laugh. <laughs> Animal rights folks came at you, Fred. The people on the set didn't find that quite as amusing. No, I'm sure the goose is fine. Let's not worry about the goose. I'm sure the goose is fine. But what do you think is running through the goose's mind? In its lifetime, in its lifespan, it's probably never in a situation where it ends up looking around and doesn't realize it, but there were 50,000 people looking at it all at one time, looking at the goose. What do you think the goose is thinking at that point? Man, I don't. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, the people, hey, they out to cheer me. I'm on. I'm on stage. <laughs> I ain't leaving. I am not leaving. The lights are bright over here. Carlos in West Covina. Where's your panic meter? Hey guys, my panic meter is on green right now. Uh, over the course of the year, we've seen this happen in the past. And, you know, the Dodgers are going to bounce back. So I, I think we're, we're panicking a little bit too much. So I expect the Dodgers to come back. Let's not forget that the Padres are already uh, five games deep compared to the Dodgers, too, as far as pitching and bullpen is concerned. And as far as that goose is concerned, it was positioned perfectly to play the shift. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nice job, Perfect. Carlos. Appreciate it. Uh, okay. Andrew in Thousand Oaks, where's your panic meter? Red! Of course it's red. Have we not seen what happens to the Dodgers in the playoffs? We could be up 3-0 in the World Series, bottom of the ninth, up 11-0, and who knows what will happen. Let's bring out Clayton Kershaw to close it out. Boom, dinger, boom, dinger. Bye-bye, Dodgers. It's red. It's always red hot with these Dodgers. Have we not seen what happens? Yeah. Look with your eyes, people. Okay. It's better than the hottest pitch of hell in Houston, Texas. All right, all right, all right. Goodbye, Andrew. All right. But I have a question. Why is Andrew talking like this? He's on stage in Broadway. <laughs> right. He's going to be playing tonight at the Pantages. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's on stage tonight. All right, Andrew. Well, uh, thanks for that. Okay, let's go uh, on the app in Honolulu. It's our pal, Angela. Where's your meter, Angela? Hey there, guys. I think Andrew's not on stage. He might be on crack, but whatever. Oh, okay, whoa, so, whoa. so hey now. my panic, my my panic meter is turning to molten lava. But I'm not going to be as worked up about like Andrew. And I got a couple things. Uh, you know, Mookie is striking out looking. He's striking out looking. This ain't bowling, Mookie. Okay, you. You know, those pins ain't moving, they ain't going nowhere. You're throwing the ball. Yeah, you just got a 300. He's thinking about bowling. Okay, Angela, I, I'm not exactly sure that's what's running through his mind, approaching the line and playing pinpoint as he would in bowling. But, uh, yeah, there is something going on. Appreciate the call. Oh, by the way, what's the weather like in Hawaii today? Uh, a little bit overcast, and the, the surf kind of went down a little bit. Oh, all right. Tough break. <laughs> In Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks, Angela. Really appreciate the call, as always. Uh, Mike in Anaheim Hills, where's your panic meter? Hey, my panic meter's on orange, Fred, but it started on orange. I mean, these guys are the San Diego Padres. Look what they did at the trade deadline. They were making themselves ready for the playoffs. But let's be honest, Kershaw had his normal Dodger Blues coming into the playoffs. Nothing big deal. We left 11 people on base. You can't yes. blame that on pitching. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. My point. Can't blame it all on Kershaw. You didn't give up 11 runs. No, nobody's blaming it all on Kershaw. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I'm not blaming it all on Kershaw. Uh, he pitched well enough to win that game last night. Yeah. Against Cincinnati. Against San Diego. San Diego puts up 11 against anybody else. Steve in Ventura. Where's your panic meter? Uh, slightly concerned, but only because, as we've seen for the last 10 years in the postseason, it's the front office and the overthinking that always bites us. It, we, the roster's turned over uh, a ton of times in the postseason, but it's always the same thing. We have the best roster, supposedly, but somehow the other team is comfortable throwing their fourth pitcher, their fifth pitcher, while our you know geniuses have to go with the bullpen game out of nowhere. Whoa. They go with an opener out of nowhere. Steve, wait. Last night, Steve, 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 yes. wait, wait, wait. So the geniuses in San Diego open the series with Clevenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? They open with yeah. Clevenger. What are you talking about? He's not there one or two. Or it's three. Clevenger. Yeah, exactly. They have faith in their rotation, unlike we do. Well, what, Our they, rotation got hurt. Pitching their, What's wrong with the rotation, and, and, Steve? What's wrong with the rotation? Nothing's wrong with the they rotation. They pitched Orias and Kershaw. Kershaw. <laughs> right. Exactly. And Kershaw last night, you said, was uncomfortable, which is true to start the game. Then he got... Eight outs on the last settled 22 in. pitches, which means he settled in. And we've seen in years past when baseball was actual baseball and a starter was allowed to pitch, there were so many performances where you'd say, wow, in the first three innings he was, you know, uncomfortable, and then he settled in and gave up just three runs in eight innings, which could have definitely been the case last night. But, of course, we don't trust our players, so we go to the bullpen too Okay, early. but Steve. Just because you have a good bullpen Steve. doesn't mean you have to use it no, Steve, too okay. early. No, no, Steve, I understand. But, uh, you know, uh, in football, they don't wear leather helmets anymore. And in basketball, it's not a peach basket they shoot the ball into anymore. The game is yes, different than what you're talking about. Third, the game is very, no, right, no, no. The game is different now. You drink the Kool-Aid from Andrew Friedman, even no, though he's proven any, every postseason. Steve, everybody plays this way. No, no, Steve. This is Major League Baseball today. This is the way the yeah, game is played. And it, it doesn't mean that they're doing it right. Just yeah, but everybody do is doing it, Steve. Look at Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's been managing the same way for 25 years and has been great for 25 years. How many World yeah, Series? There's a lot won. of World Series. How many World Series does Dusty won? How many uh, do the Dodgers have in the last 10 years doing this? Where more than Dusty? Roster more than Dusty. Years? Yep, more, more than, than Dusty. They got one. Dusty Baker. You're happy with the results of the the, the 10 years with the players that we've had? Well, you've got to be in the conversation every year, Steve. How many teams are yes, not in the conversation? They, they put together a great team, and, and, and Friedman and free agency. How and many back-to-back -back World Series have there been? Is as good as it gets, but then when it comes to the postseason, they overthink everything, How and many they start teams? switching up. <laughs> and Kershaw on short rest or on this or there's an opener. When everybody else is fine pitching their team, why do we never have a number four starter that we ever actually pitch in the postseason? What? And this year you can Guys. say injuries, and I get that. All but right, but, that, that but that's all we're, Steve, we're only talking about. What, what do you want to talk about, five years ago? This year? Yeah, it's the same different. Every year is different. You don't learn from your mistakes. Okay. So, and that's fine because it's a new year. All right, Steve, thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> well, Steve's very opinionated. Yes. He's very Every opinionated, Rodney. So they won the World Series doing bullpen by committee and closer by committee. Should they go back to that? Because they're going to have to do it this year. Right, so that's not ideal what they want. The guys got injured, so they have to go by committee. But they happen to win a World Series by throwing Julio at the end, right? Is that the recipe to doing it? That worked. It's not the recipe. It wasn't the recipe last year. You can't just go back. To, so it doesn't work every single year. Every year is different. Chewy, go ahead. Chewy. Hey, who are you guys? Hey, who, good morning, guys. Good afternoon. How you doing? Um, good. Who you guys got screening your callers, man? Steven and Andrew. Steven's crazy. 
Andrew, hi. The same guy that screened George um, Chewy. I can hang up on you, brother. Let's calm that down, all right? Hey, hey. How you doing there, Kevin? How oh, you doing yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Hello. Uh, Chewy. Yeah, he's a tune, Chewy. Hi, amigo. My compadre. Hey, guys. You know what? First off, before I get into this, before I get into this, what great baseball that was last night from a fan's point of view, right? Wow, that was exciting. You, I was a, ooh, ah, oh, ooh, ah, all, all game. Um, but, yeah, I'm orange. But well, that I'm happened a, after the game, I'm Jimmy. orange, red hot. Oh, you're orange, red hot? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Fred, and you went deep to center. I'll cut it out. Cut hey. it out. Um, uh, <laughs> Jesus, Joey. I'm orange, and I'm, I'm flaming orange. You know what I mean? I'm hot. This is, uh, I'm worried. This is that little kid down the street you've been picking on your whole life. Yeah. And he's got a little bit of attitude, Machado, and he got a little bit of muscle now, Soto. And now he's getting a little brave, and now he's saying, come on down to my end of the block. And I'm concerned. Many reasons. Um, by the way, stop blaming Kershaw. Not him. He had a great game. It's a shame that Turner had that error he had, but he's probably hitting the best lucky percentage on the team. Um, Muncy's even coming through. <laughs> Who would have thought that? But um, the, the, the Padres have the upper hand right now. They're going home. If they win one, you know, if they win two, oh, gosh. Well, they win two, it's done. <laughs> if they win two, it's over. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So now we're in their backyard, and we've got a Gonsolin who's unproven right now back with this injury. I imagine Anderson will be right quick behind him. But these are two young guys who aren't yet in playoff experience, so to say. So I have some concern. It should be very interesting. I'm waiting for uh, game three. Thanks, Chewy. Appreciate it. We'll do one more, Rodney, okay? Yeah. Let's do one more. He's called back in from Toluca Lake. Dave, how are you doing? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Dave, are you in Toluca Lake right now? Yes, sir. I'm at Patty's waiting for you at the lunch counter, Fred. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you mean? Just want to make sure okay. you're actually in Toluca Lake. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, that game, the Dodgers were sloppier than a Courtney Love birthday party. That was brutal. I mean. He actually called back to they, do that. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> not, not only... I mean, did anybody comment? I'm sorry, I kind of jumped in on the call a little bit later. I didn't listen since the open. Was anybody commenting on Muncie watching his single drop off the wall? He should have been on second base. I mean, these guys are playing like uh, they're playing their little brother down the street, and they know they could beat him at any time. It doesn't work that way, especially in the playoffs. That's my whole point. It's like have some sense of urgency. All right, Dave, listen, since you're at Patty's, get the uh, cheese omelet. With scallions and tomatoes. It's really good. All right, I'll say hi to George for you, too, Fred. All right, take it easy. <laughs> and by the way, Muncie did say <laughs> that uh, Soto deked him out and thought he, yeah, was gonna, he, he thought Soto up. was going to catch the ball, and that's why yeah. he held up at first and didn't go to second. All right. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, uh, we are going to be at Hollywood Park tomorrow. I'll invite you to come on down. we got Dodger playoff tickets. Yeah, we're confident they're going to keep going. We're giving away playoff tickets. You think we give away playoff tickets if they thought to get beat? There'd be no more tickets to give away. Right, right, Freddie. There you go. Get in the green, aren't you? Get yeah. in the green. That's what I'm saying. People are like, oh, my God. We've got tickets to give you. Can we give tickets to something that doesn't exist, really? Yeah, we actually could. But we're not going to do that. We're going to give tickets for something that does exist. Dodger playoff tickets, and you know they're tough to come by. Plus, we've got Charger tickets for the game against the Seahawks now, I believe. So we've got those tickets for you as well. Come on down, be at Hollywood Park tomorrow, starting at noon. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know, maybe maybe this is common. Oh, David Vassay joins the show next hour, everybody. Dave will be here, and we'll continue to break it down. Maybe in today's world, it's commonplace. I don't like when you do your business in public. I just don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. Okay. And I'll explain that. Please. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Plain free. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh yeah! Afternoon delight. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so Oh yeah. This one hits, Ronnie. Today's throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Gangsta's Paradise by the late great Coolio. This song appeared on the second studio album of the same name, recently deceased rapper Coolio, who tragically passed away two weeks ago at the age of 59. This song topped the Billboard charts for three weeks, spanning the months of September and October in 1995 and received numerous accolades, including winning the Grammy Award for Best Rap Solo Performance. In addition to selling over 5 million copies in the U.S., the track went at least double platinum in five other countries and is currently listed as number 98 on the Billboard 100 Greatest Songs of All Time. Again, today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Uh, All right, Rodney. Uh, one of our listeners tweeted, hey, we've got great undefeated college football teams in this town. Why are you going to talk about the Rams? He figured out what we were going to talk about. Rams? Rams ain't undefeated. You talking about USC and UCLA, Fred? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She goes, why oh. Why are you talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Rams? We oh. have two undefeated college teams. Are we talking about the Rams? Yeah, we are. We're, we're going to oh. talk about uh, USC UCLA tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to get into it. We got that covered. closer. Yeah. yeah. That's Friday football talk. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> OBJ comes out and he goes, here's the problem on Twitter. He starts going back and forth with people. And he says that uh, basically the Rams lowballed him. Didn't make him a good enough offer. He doesn't know what he wants people to think of him. What people think he should do. Yeah, he wants to play for the Rams. But they just lowballed him. They wouldn't offer him a good offer. Didn't offer him enough money. Well, Sean McVay talked about it. Um, I love Odell. We have constant dialogue. I think he also knows that um, certainly I don't think that's the the last one um, that would come from us. I'm not familiar exactly what it is. Uh, he knows how we feel about him. Um, we got a little bit of time, but uh, love Odell. Nothing but good things coming from me. couple of things on that. Uh, first of all, uh, Sean McVay takes the high road and says, well, he knows that's not, you know, the only offer. Then there's- He also knows, also knows that they lowballed him. Okay. they know He knows that they lowballed him, and he knows this. They need him. Okay. Yeah. So so he knows three things. Because if they didn't need him, uh, and that was the offer, he'd have basically said, shut up, Odell. You know what? Take it or leave it. That's the way the world works. But he didn't take that approach because they need him. And for Odell to go out and say, hey, I'm not getting my scratch. I'm not getting my money. I'm not getting a good enough offer. Those conversations are not to be made public. You negotiate that with whoever you're negotiating with. You don't have a contract right now. You're not playing for anybody. So, you know, you conduct your negotiations. You end up where you end up. But you don't go out and say, well, the problem is they're not offering me enough money. Well, it's when you're healthy and ready to play and we see how you play, we can watch you a little bit. Maybe we'll offer you more. Kind of but Odell, but Odell, how come you not put the Rams right now? How come you haven't signed with the Rams? What's, what are you waiting on? Odell, why don't you just sign with the Rams, Odell? Odell, how come you're not signing with the Rams? Why are you not with the Rams, Odell? Why, why, why? We negotiate. We, we're negotiating right now. Because they lowballed me. We're, I would be. They lowballed me. If Odell was and with, now Sean McVay just confirmed it. If Odell was with the Rams right now, Odell would not be playing, would he? He's not no. ready to play. No. All right, then why are we paying him more? When he's ready to play, we'll worry about it. If you want to come in now, before we know when you're ready to go, here's what well, you why get. are they even offering him then? Well, sure, you want to get him on the cheap. Oh, no, Jesus Christ. Of course you do. That's just well, They insulted the man. They lowballed him. Why are you even offering him in the first place? Don't play that game with me. All right, so don't offer him anything. Don't offer him anything. You know what it was? Absolutely. Good faith. L- hey, Lodell, when you come in for a workout, we see you healthy, then we'll we'll, we'll talk about money. Don't lowball him. Okay. Don't that, insult the man. Then you know what? That's what they should have done. We're going to offer you nothing. Right. Let's see you work out. 
Or, before we see it work out, take this. No, but I'm going to paint this rosy picture of the Rams. Oh, they're the best. Oh, no. They lowballed me. Sons of bitches. I understand, Rodney. But that's his opinion. Oh, Odell, Odell. Sean McVay just confirmed it. How come nobody else has signed him? Sean McVay, it didn't, it's not about anybody else. No, it's I'm about saying the Rams. if the Rams lowballed him, then why didn't somebody pay more and sign him it's right now? He wants to be with the Rams. That well, the then he's got to the, play for the, the Rams for what the they offer him. That was the whole point of the thing. No, but it, if I, you want to be with the Rams, this is I want to work at AM5 City. I want to work for free. Now, I understand that. You have an option. I want to work at AM570. Okay, this is what we're going to he pay wants, He has an option, too. Who he knows go, he, he wasn't? Play how, do you know he was, how do you know he wasn't offered from anybody else? I bet he was. There There's what, so, several teams out there that need receivers. Then why didn't he I sign? I bet he was. Why didn't he sign? Because he wants to play for the Rams. Okay, well, then he's got to play for what the Rams offer if he wants to play for the Rams. He doesn't. That's why he's not signed with the Rams. He's not going to play for whatever they offer him. Then he'll sign somewhere else. One of those many other teams that have already offered him. <laughs> okay, so Sean McVay says, yeah, that's not our last offer. We'll I, get think there. We'll get there. Was, I think we'll Sean get McVay was being kind. We'll get to that point. Sean McVay was hemming and hawing. Sean McVay was playing both sides of his mouth is what he was playing. I think he, I, I think he, he got he, caught, and Odell called him out, and now they're trying to save face. What, same thing. They're not required yeah. to pay him whatever Why is he, he commenting? Why is he commenting? Who? John McVay. He asked him a question. That's Odell, why he's commenting. Odell. Right, wait a I minute. have no comment on that situation. Yeah, that's what he's I have saying. no comment on you that. You know, I don't know about it. Right. Yeah. Less I have no comment on it. He's not with us now. I'm coaching the guys that are here. Yeah, he, sh- he should have said that. Okay. He should have said so that. He's playing the game. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah, I, you can play the. Rams can play the game, but Odell can't play the game. If Odell wants to play for the Rams, here's the offer. Okay, you don't like that one? All right, well, we'll negotiate a little bit. Now, here's the offer. But that's it. You don't get to set what it is. How do you know that went, went down? No, I'm saying that's what has to go down. Why? Because he's not going to play for the Rams if it doesn't go down that way. Here's the offer. Do you take it? No. Let's negotiate. What they offered him. He didn't take it, so he's not playing for the Rams. Exactly. So why are we even discussing it? Because they're going to go back to him and offer him more money. Yeah, it's a negotiation. Of course, which is the first start of a lowball offer, which is insulting to me. So I'm going to let you know that you lowballed me. Don't ever come back to me like that with some lowball BS offer. Rams, I'll let everybody know I want to play with you. I want to play for you. But don't come at me with some BS. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.